Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Never heard this song. Don't know who this is. Never heard Elvis is everywhere. Hi, this is uh, yep. Mojo Nixon. Sad news out of the, the outlaw country cowpunk world last night as the outlaw country cruise was going on. And this man, Mojo Nixon, was at the... Uh, at the helm of the festivities, and to all accounts, went out and just hit it hard on his last night on the, uh, well, his last night on Earth, as it turns out, uh, closed down the bar after a rip-roaring show on board the cruise and passed away, a cardiac event in his sleep. And Mojo Nixon is gone at age 66. Sad news. Speaking of sad news, um, we were following yesterday the search for the missing Marine helicopter. Uh, by the time we got off the, off the air yesterday, that helicopter that had been on, on its way from Las Vegas to San Diego uh, had been found. And at that time, it was a search and rescue operation. Um, it is no longer that. No, and that was what we learned just a little bit earlier this morning is that all five of the Marines on board that helicopter had indeed been found dead. Uh, no one survived the crash. And as, as we were talking about this a little bit yesterday, we talked about what a, a big, beefy aircraft that Sea Stallion is. You heard a little bit about that during the top of the hour news as well. Unfortunately, it was the the weather was so bad, and it still remains to be seen what the cause of the crash was. But it was in a mountainous region outside of San Diego, and the impact of the crash, as it turns out, just wasn't survivable. Uh, the U.S. Navy said, and you talked about some of this yesterday. The CH fifty three E is a heavy lift helicopter that can move troops and equipment and can carry as much as sixteen tons of cargo. Uh, the Marines aboard the aircraft were assigned to the Heavy Helicopter Squadron 361. Um, uh, to put it delicately, the weather is also complicating their efforts to recover the bodies of the five Marines. This is Pine Valley. This is a mountainous area 30 miles east of San Diego. We talked yesterday about how they've got heavy snow. There's been rain. There's been high winds. The same things that would have contributed to that uh, that helicopter going down are making it difficult to retrieve the bodies. Potentially, yeah. And so we'll see uh, what they're able to get done. But right now you have several different agencies, including, of course, the United States Navy, the United States Marines that are involved in the effort, along with law enforcement in the area. They've called in the San Diego County Sheriff's Office as a part of this. So they're doing everything they can. But it's, as you pointed out, Jamie, I mean, it's just becoming incredibly difficult to even get to the wreckage, to even get anything, uh, whether it's human beings, or equipment to the area where the wreck occurred. So we'll watch that throughout the course of the day and see what happens. Something else we're watching uh, as we move on to some lighter things uh, with the Super Bowl coming up just a few days away. Now that Kansas City, Missouri schools have decided to not have school if there is a Super Bowl parade and Independence had already called it, and those are two of the biggest districts that we have. 
I suspect the others are going to fall. How much of that do you think is going to happen on the Kansas side as well? Oh, I think there's no difference. Yeah, really? I think it's there's just, no difference. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's regional, a metro area. Right, of it's, course. It's a, it's yeah. a regional thing. And so, oh, yeah. yeah, we just we haven't heard anything official from any of the Kansas districts. But I'm, I'm with you. I wouldn't be surprised to see the dominoes start to fall, especially, I mean, throughout the rest of the day today. And if they make the announcement on Friday, you figure that'll give parents and everybody enough time to, to get done what they need to get done, whatever preparations, if they don't decide to go to the parade to make sure the kids are home and being watched. Yeah, and that's what makes this different from um, celebrations that we've had in the past. I, somebody refresh me if you're in one of those districts when schools canceled, if they canceled. But in my memory, this is the furthest before the celebration that schools have announced that decision, which is fantastic. That means on Sunday night, as a parent, you will know what the plan is for Wednesday. Yeah, you don't have to worry about it. It's it's already there and it's already, you know, everybody's going to be on the same page. So um, I think it's great. And it's if anything, it's going to show, again, if there is a Super Bowl parade. We want to be very careful not to go counting chickens here before Sunday evening. But I think we're all feeling pretty confident about this. That, yeah, it, it just gives us one less thing to worry about. And I think it's going to make the crowd at the parade, if there is one, even bigger. Yeah, and it's funny, too, because that is Valentine's Day as we've talked about a little bit and I don't um, as we've said, they have to do the parade within 72 hours after, uh, after the game, people have asked, why can't they just do it on Tuesday? A lot of it is just travel time. Patrick Mahomes will no doubt do the late night shows on Monday night. Last time he went to Disney during the day and then you got to give him Tuesday to get back. You just got to and, and they do need a few days to put that together. <laughs> you know, sure. they, they need 72 hours to get a parade together. Yeah, I heard uh, Kathy Nelson was on with uh, with Dana and Parks last week talking a little bit about this as well. And uh, you know, when the preparations are already underway, you get as much of that done in advance as you can. But you've got to believe that between Sunday at whatever, what, what about 9 o'clock, uh, 9.30, 10 o'clock at night, and Wednesday morning, there's still going to be a tremendous amount of work to do because it's one thing to have a plan. It's another thing to implement it in three days. Yeah, we talked to Kathy Nelson when you were out um, on Monday as well, and she talked about how, you know, the things that they have learned from the times before. Right. Again, keep in mind, they stage at Berkeley Riverfront Park, which is where construction on the KC Current Stadium currently is. So there's just a lot more moving parts to it this year. Um, and I suspect it'll be bigger this year, especially if you have school districts that are canceling and you have more and more kids that can go. Um we're going to be still in the mid 50s through next week so it's not like it's going to be this really cold experience if we were to have it and so i think they need to plan on it being an even bigger experience that they have in the past and of course where will we be right here with you i'm not <laughs> Watch, upset about that i'm watching it all go down remotely <laughs> but yeah we still haven't we're still kind of digging in to see if we can see what's going to be going on with the carousel at that or not the carousel the uh, the ferris wheel at that point and what's mm -hmm. going to be you know, happening there because that's going to be an excellent view if indeed it is up and running on uh, on parade day at nine one three five eight six seven seven nine eight. While we have a little bit uh, coming up at ten thirty, we're going to talk to Cody Tap of Six Ten Sports Radio more about what's going on in Las Vegas. But until then, now that we know two school districts are out, if your school district doesn't cancel again, I know we're we're tempting fate. <laughs> I know, um, but if if your district doesn't cancel and there is a parade, will you take your kids out of school to go the to go to the parade, and will you call off work?
I mean, because that's the other part of this that has to happen. If you're going to go to the parade, will your office just close that day? Yeah, right. Whose boss is going to expect everybody to be in and ready to go when it comes Wednesday morning at 9 o'clock? Ours? Well, yeah. <laughs> this one? Yeah, we, we don't have a lot of choice. But like you said, I mean, there, there are worse things for us. We're used to watching uh, events happen from afar. Again, I'm okay with it. I remember the first time we we went through this exercise when the Royals won the World Series. And that was the first time we really learned. And, and we sat in studio for that. And that was the first time we learned about how far back on I-35 cars park on the side. And oh, the next yeah. year they said, no, 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 no. We're not doing that. They, they towed cars the next year. And then they run shuttles. I mean, but it's the lack of cell phone coverage down there. I mean, there are things you got to keep in mind, and we'll talk more about this if there's a parade. We'll talk about it Tuesday. But just the things you got to do to keep track of your kids, because with so many tens of thousands of people down there, you just don't have cell coverage for that kind of thing. Now, when it comes to Sunday night during the game, I know there are a lot of places here in town, and we know that there's a huge Chiefs party, a block party that's going to be going on in Las Vegas. But for those of us who are staying back home, there are certainly events that are going to be going on all over town for watch parties and things like that. And if you're looking for one in particular, I mean, if there's one that you've already decided, okay, this is where I'm going to park myself on Sunday evening, if you're even going out for the game, hit us up on the text line or hit us up on the phone and let us know where you're headed to. 913-586-7798, because you certainly have options. Uh, Also, quick note, this happened two Fridays ago, but the Today Show is going to be here. On Friday morning, uh, they will host a pep rally at Union Station. Exact same thing. 6.30 in the morning is when you should be outside Union Station if you want to be on the Today Show. Now, <laughs> if you if you, if you don't have a chance of being a part of that. And, and if weather is a part of your concern for any of this, whether it's Sunday or potentially Wednesday, you should know Sunday's not bad. Sunday, we're looking at a high of about 43 degrees under cloudy skies. And then when it comes to Wednesday, boy, I'll tell you what, if weather was a problem during the first parade, and it was, I mean, it was brutal <laughs> cold that day, and you made it out there anyway you're gonna love this 54 degrees for a high under sunny skies with winds about 10 miles an hour you could not have written a better day in february and it's by the way it is the star day of the week as well what is thursday show in case things speed up 46 mostly sunny and then uh, tuesday is not bad either that's 51 and mostly sunny but wednesday again 54 degrees for a high under sunny skies that's awesome all right phone lines are ringing give us a second we'll take a break we'll get to your calls on this next year on kmbz 913-586-7798. So we know that independent schools have said no school if there is, if there is a Super Bowl parade uh, coming up on Wednesday. Kansas City, Missouri schools made that announcement also. Um, I suspect at least we'll be hearing from some of the big ones. I mean, those two districts tend to lead the way whenever there's an announcement like that, because then you're going to have substitute teachers that aren't going to want to substitute that day there. You're just not going to have enough staff for all those schools. It's going to be tricky. And it's funny the way that we're talking about this, because it sounds like a weather emergency, right? <laughs> You're right. They, yeah. they do. Those are the ones that you always look to, to see who's going to lead the way to closing first. But uh, yeah, how many are going to follow suit? We will let you know when they tell us Jonathan and in independence is up first with us. Hey, Jonathan. Hello. Uh, I drove for the world parade and the first chief parade. And on the park, drove the party bus, and it was a chaotic first time when the Royals won. But when the Chiefs won, it was a little bit better. They had it more under control. So if you're riding a shuttle or anything, please remember to tip your drivers. 
All right, we need some stories, though. John, Jonathan, if you were driving that party bus, we need to know a little bit of what you heard and what you saw the last time we did one of these. Uh, last time I didn't Oh, that's right, one. yeah, the, 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 first, the first Super Bowl. The first uh, Super Bowl, it was uh, the Royals. I, uh, it was, you couldn't go nowhere because they didn't have everything planned out correctly, but when the... Uh, Chiefs won the Super Bowl. They had everything planned out a lot better. Yeah. So you got down more closer the second when the Chiefs won that first Super Bowl. So How much was spilled on you while you were driving the bus? None. <laughs> really? Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right, Gibble. At least they were keeping it under control and let you do your gig, Jonathan. We appreciate it. Thanks, Jonathan. No problem. Enjoy the game, buddy. Yeah, we did learn a lot. Out of those first, that that Royals experience really taught. I mean, everything went fine. Describe Let's that to not, me, good, yeah, because I know, wasn't here yet. Yeah, I mean, it was it was the first time in a gazillion years that we'd had to think about it. Would you tell me it was October? My brain, yeah. sense of time. Okay, so kids were in school, and so I can't remember how many districts called out for that parade that day, but it, it was a lot. Um, it was more. They just were not prepared for the number of people that would show up. And the problem was like, like now we have the shuttle system and the shuttle system works brilliantly. People take advantage of that. They've got more of them. You know how far ahead you got to get there and how far ahead you got to do it. But for the Royals parade, like I said, there were people that were parked on the side of I-35 and they just couldn't get any closer. And so they just left their cars there. And the next year and the years after that, KCPD said, we're going to tow them. I mean, you can't, you absolutely cannot just leave your cars on the side of I-35. Yeah. So you had more people that took the streetcar line and more people that walked if they could. Um, somebody remind me, which year was it that we had a car go into the crowd? Was it last year? Was it a couple no, of years ago that I, we had a car go in? I think that was 21. I'm, okay. I'm not 100% sure, but I think I know what you're talking about. And I think that was the first one after I got here, the, the first Super Bowl parade since number four. Okay, um, but I, I just remember from that Royals parade, um, if, again, inside baseball experience, us debating as a station, could we go broadcast from down there? What was, <laughs> would cell phones work? Uh -huh. Could we get a signal out? You know, this was, this was before we, know how to, we knew how to do all this stuff as remotely as we do now. And I remember Dana, I think Dana went down and was in the crowd. You just couldn't get a cell signal out. Right. Thank goodness we didn't, thank goodness we didn't go. Yeah, that's because you couldn't have found anything, right? And, and yeah, again, a little inside baseball, but yeah, somebody on, on the text line said it was also, yeah, it was the first Super Bowl, but okay. uh, yeah, not to go too inside, but there was a time when all of that transfer would have been done over a cell signal. So if you right. couldn't get a cell signal out, if you were in the middle of that, you know, half a million people or whatever it was and couldn't get a cell signal, well, neither could we, so there would have been no broadcast. Uh, yeah, that's almost one of those things where you're better off sending somebody to go get tape and come back. Yeah, <laughs> tape, and, as yeah. we used to call it, yeah. Right, yeah, just record whatever's going on down there and bring it back. Back. But uh, yeah, now things would be a little bit easier, but you're still you're taking your life in your hands when you take a chance like that. It's also I remember it was also a day where and I'm sure we'll talk about this again. Uber that day. I mean, you want to talk about surge pricing. Yep. Like after a concert, Uber drivers were making bank that day because you couldn't again, you had to leave your car somewhere and then you had to you had to try to get down there somehow. 
Um, I forgot about the guy riding his horse through the parade. And yeah, somebody just reminded me of that. Yeah, and somebody else. Well, and then there was the pantsless guy hanging out of the tree. That was that yes. was a fun one too. But somebody just texted in and said they learned their uh, lesson from the first Super Bowl parade in 1969 not to use confetti because some of the cars in the parade caught fire. Wow, I, that's brand new to me. I have never me heard too. that before. That's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little bits of paper on a hot engine, probably not a great idea. But, uh, yeah, they, see, that's the thing, though. Until it happens, you don't think, okay, well, yeah, confetti was probably not a good idea. And I hate to say this, but if there is any chance whatsoever that Taylor Swift makes it to that parade, and I really <laughs> oh. doubt it. Because she goes to Sydney, Australia. It's either Sydney or Melbourne. I can't remember which one. But she goes to Australia after Tokyo. If there is any chance whatsoever that the math, and I don't think it works because you lose the day when you're going that direction. She Mm -hmm. benefits from gaining the day coming this way, but you lose the day going. But it's possible. Um, If there's any chance whatsoever, you think that crowd was big before? Yeah. And, and I, even, it'll be crazy. Even if she doesn't, the rumor mill alone is going to drag yeah. people down there just in case. Even if there's no announcement that she's going to be there, there will yeah. be enough seekers and enough paparazzi for crying out loud. There's something we don't talk about much. <laughs> you know, uh, we, we don't hear a lot of paparazzi problems in Kansas City. But, yeah, you uh-huh. better believe if there is even a whisper that she might be there, that they're going to come in from everywhere. And, and it's, it sort of speaks to also, if you were planning on getting a hotel, because some people have done that. People do that for um, celebration at the station on sure. Memorial Day, where you'll just get a hotel room right there so you can see it from above. And you don't have to drive home. We should look and I should look and see during the break um, what hotels right around there, if they're booked already. If you were thinking about it, I would I would get on that. Because that's, you can always cancel it. I mean, try to find one where you can cancel until right up until. We're getting a couple of you who are now texting in and telling us about the preparations that are going on here in town. Yeah, keep that coming as well. Uh, Somebody just texted in and said, I was at Union Station this morning. They were setting up some more mobile towers. Yeah, let us know what's what's going on in terms Mm -hmm. of, you know, getting the flags up and getting everything else. Are we seeing anything yet? outside of just the sort of infrastructure changes that are going to be necessary for that. It's great that they're doing cell phone tower repeaters like that. I think that's a wonderful idea. But if it happens, there are going to be so many people. I I hope they know what they're doing and they've got enough of it to keep up. And keep in mind, some of the cell tower stuff might be for Friday morning's rally. Also true. Right. Because you're still going to have that many people. Yep. Um, Yeah. And, you know, we learned a lot out of the NFL draft you know, the concern the first year of all of this was also um, the bathrooms. You know, I mean, just some of those public services and, and that kind of thing. So um, somebody said the Today Show is doing a segment at Union Station tomorrow. Today's Thursday. Yeah. Tomorrow, yeah, tomorrow yeah. would be Friday. Friday morning. Yep. Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> that, that's, exactly, that's exactly what that we just tracks. said. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, they may be a little behind us. Maybe they're listening in on the app. But yes, thank you for that. Uh, and so with that com- you know, going on in town and this many people coming here, it's funny that they're coming here and not Las Vegas. I'm sure they're going to be out there as well. And I'm, you know, they'll probably have segments coming in from San Francisco, even though we don't like talking about those. <laughs> um, but it, it is, I mean, we, I think what you were saying, and I can be a back you up on this, is that we have learned how to put on a really good face for TV. Yes. Uh, okay. Texter corrected me because I don't know Taylor Swift's schedule by heart. And some of you do. Um, she could make the parade. Her next concert is in Singapore 
March 3rd. Um, okay, somebody else on the text line said uh, the 16th which would be two days later. That would still give her time to do it. Um, we'll have to check and, and see what the tour is. But either way, it could happen. No, no? it's it's. March I was 3rd. right. I was right. It's Friday, February 16th in Melbourne. Okay. Yeah. Look at her actual schedule on her website. If you go to taylorswift.com forward slash tour, she's in Tokyo Saturday night, February 10th. Friday, February 16th, she's in Melbourne. Okay, well, she could still make the parade. Yes. Uh, so yeah, let's, let's skip real quick to Mike in Topeka because I, I think he's got some good advice for us, too, if you're looking at going down there uh, before the bottom of the hour. Hey, Mike. Hey, guys. Um, I was going to say, yeah, if you're planning on going down there, a really good idea is to get a GMRS-style uh, walkie-talkie. The reason I say GMRS is because not only do they have more channels to choose from, they also have sub-channels so that you can kind of protect your communications from all the people around you. But that way you don't have to rely on um, having cell signal. Um, another really good idea, um, establish with your, your family, your friends, anyone you're going with, a meeting spot in case you get separated, and give that meeting spot a code name, especially for your children. So that way, you know, if someone does happen to be listening and you say where you're going to meet up at, they don't think, okay, I can go meet this child there who's going to be looking for their parent or something. Great advice. Uh, dumb question, because I just haven't heard anything about this in a long time, but about 15 yeah. years ago, Motorola had the cell phones that could also do the walkie-talkie thing. Does that even exist anymore? Uh, I, I think they do, but they're more specialized, like, work zone uh, yeah. construction kind of thing. Uh, for the general um, consumer, they're, they're kind of hard to get a hold of. Your best bet is just a standard GMRS style walkie-talkie gmrs uh, can you get them anywhere amazon walmart um, yeah most of the big box stores carry them amazon carries them um i'm not sure you know a lot of people are probably already out in our area buying them so you may have to go a little bit farther away lawrence or topeka to find one yeah. Um, but yeah you can get them pretty much anywhere great stuff mike thank you so, thank thanks you guys. mike Bye. all right cody tap of 610 sports radio has been out in las vegas for the week and we'll be there until sunday we just got some uh some details about how the city's going we'll talk to him coming up next year in kmbz worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole well good thing instacart shoppers are as picky as you are they find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line they are milk expiration date detectives they bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are so let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back in here on a Thursday here on KMBZ. As we count down the days, they are ticking away slowly, but we're getting closer to Super Bowl Sunday. Special guest to talk more about it. No doubt. Cody Tapp from Cody and Gold on 610 Sports. Kind enough to join us. And Cody, I, I'm, I know this is becoming old hat for you. Like being at a Super Bowl to watch the Chiefs, it's like an almost every year thing. But I can also imagine that this kind of excitement never gets old. No, it doesn't. And I don't know why any fan base would not welcome this moment where <laughs> you're just going to be better than everybody and go to four Super Bowls in five years. And look, I've been fortunate enough 
this is the third time I get to go. The COVID year would have been the only time that we got left out. So, no, I'm, I'm fine. I can get used to it. If I'm used to it, that sounds good to me. Has it changed over the years? Is this year different than the years past? This one's different because it could complete a dynasty. So what's funny is like the second one was the one that had less steam for me. The first one is like, wow, it's the first one. The second one was like, okay, yeah, I mean, another Super Bowl trip. Here we go. We're in Phoenix. This one is like you get to be immortalized. Immortalized is big in the NFL. You're going to be the 70s Steelers. You're going to be the 90s Cowboys. You're going to be the 2000 Patriots. Doesn't matter. Whichever decade dynasty it is, I think that's what makes this one in particular kind of special. Because if you can complete it, you are in a different realm. No doubt. Well, and thanks for bringing up the 90s Cowboys. Really appreciate that, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> on, on that subject, though, I know you've had the chance to go around Vegas a little bit. Uh, you guys are staying off the strip, which is probably a great idea. But when you get there and when you get to, like, the NFL experience, we talked a little bit about that on the air yesterday. For, for people who have never been to the Super Bowl, explain what that is and what the fans get to do in the NFL experience. Yeah, it is a massive warehouse of stuff. So if you want, like, the history, they have, like, original footballs, the Lombardi trophy, like the current Lombardi trophy, and a million other things that have taken place through history where you can do it. They always have autograph signings, depending on what time of day, of like famous players or even active NFL players will be down there. And then there's all the event stuff for like kids. So like they'll put a football in a jugs machine and you can catch a punt or you can run a 40-yard dash or you can do any of it. I mean, it it would probably take you, if you start to finish, and you try to do everything in there, I imagine you'd be there three or four hours. Because like between the, the doing the stuff in the lines and just like seeing the displays or checking out the stuff, they'll let you like lace a football, whatever, right? <laughs> oh, well. No matter what it is, if, if you want to spend a few hours there, you're not going to have a problem. Talk to us about how Las Vegas is doing hosting this Super Bowl for the first time and what it, what it looks and feels like to be hosting the Super Bowl. It feels right. I mean, it's an entertainment capital, and this is an entertainment city. I have done Radio Row now in Miami, Phoenix, Vegas, Minnesota, Houston, and San Francisco. This is the most natural fit. So, and some of it is just like, that's, I don't think it's an accident that this is the most largest media requested one ever. Yeah. Like, it's Vegas. You're down right here. You can pop across. Like, we're right near the Mandalay Bay, but you can pop across to the Bellagio if you want. People can bet inside of it. It feels, to me, it feels like a natural fit for Vegas. I think it's one of those, like, if you just, like the old Pro Bowl, it's like the Super Bowl in Vegas every year. I don't think anybody would complain. <laughs> right. Uh, so while you're there, I mean, well, let's talk a little bit of X's and O's because part of being there to cover the game is being there, of course, to cover the players. And there's been a little bit of, I mean, there was some Kadarius Tony audio that got out there. And of course, you know, he's causing a little bit of controversy here and there again. But when it comes to what's been going on, uh, certainly we've had the distraction with Patrick Mahomes Sr. getting into a little bit of trouble. What kind of things have been going on? What's the buzz on Radio Row? So, you know, Kadarius Tony. He was interesting. You know, he called himself a number one wide receiver, but because he's such an unimportant player to what they do now, we just kind of brush it aside. We're like, that's fine. He might, he probably won't even be active. So if he's, if, if there's going to be a distraction, he doesn't play. He hasn't played. He hasn't been active in a postseason run because he's been injured. Now, not hurt. I'm still not sure he's even going to play. Well, let me, let me interrupt so, you there for a second, too, and, and ask you is, does the elevation of Sky Moore have anything to do with that? No, I think that, so they're all kind of a long shot. Jarek McKinnon, Sky Moore, Kadarius Toney. Sky Moore's probably got the best chance to play, but I think that's just mostly like keeping their options open. One thing that people forget about Andy Reid, this is what makes him a great coach, is Andy Reid will look at everything the San Francisco 49ers do, and if he has decided that there is a decided weakness with what they do, 
in this particular package, and that's what Sky Moore does best, he'll activate him. He'll activate him for that one series, for those two plays. And if Sky Moore is active, you can pretty safely assume the ball's going to touch his hands, like probably near the red zone, at least once. But I think Sky's probably got the best chance to play, but I think there's a chance none of them do. And they do what they always do, which is throw to Rice, throw to, you know, give it to Pacheco, throw it to Kelsey, and call it a day. I want to ask kind of an inside baseball question for a second. I am impressed now. Uh, today's Thursday, so we've had three solid days of this, where the players have to go before reporters. Yeah. Reporters have to think of more and more angles. You're there for a week. You've got to cover this for your station every single day. You're filling hours and hours and hours of radio. Have there been any questions or any answers coming out of those news conferences or those those interviews? We're like, oh, yeah, that that's cool. That's creative. <laughs> So the ones that aren't creative are like, no one's got a fresh spin on the Taylor Swift stuff. It's fine to ask about it, but <laughs> right. ask a new question. Like they asked, hey, have you listened to the music? Fine. Ask if he, she's got a lyric about it. You know, get the inside scoop. Let's dig in deeper a little bit. I think the things that impress me the most are when you're inside of the structure behind like how Shanahan and Andy Reid kind of work. Because Andy Reid doesn't want to, getting anything out of him is tough. Like admitting that this is a different experience or that the dynasty would mean something is tough. He's always been a look forward guy, not a look behind guy. So if you're going to get something out of him there, it becomes a challenge. I think that that's been the most interesting part for me. But honestly, the 49ers are probably a better quote. They're a little more that the Chiefs are businesslike. They show up, suit and tie, ready to get through this. And so sometimes in those, it's hard. You sit in these little one on one interview things. And look, that's why for opening night, we had fun with it. Um, Tommy Townsend, the Chiefs punter, I asked him, he's single. He's in Kansas City. He's probably dated a little bit. My co-host is single. I'm asking him if he's got any advice for like how he should get in and out of the apps. <laughs> nice. Uh, I might as, nice. You know, I might as well see if I can help him out. No doubt. Uh, yeah. It, uh, so now as we take a look at what the betting lines, I mean, you're in Las Vegas, so we've got to talk a little bit of gambling and we're, sure. you know, in Kansas. So we got to talk about it there too. And uh, this line started with San Francisco by about a point. It's moved up just a little bit to about a point and a half or two, depending on which book you go to. So the money's clearly on San Francisco's side, but not solid on San Francisco's side. Is that expected to change? And we've also talked about the Chiefs loving the role of underdog. Is it good for them to go into this into this game as two-point dogs? I'll just tell you right now, like, I, you know, like, bet on your own accord. If Patrick Mahomes is getting points, take the money line with the Chiefs. He is 10-1-1 against the spread when an underdog. Wow. Okay, so <laughs> uh, that's pretty good. If he gets points, you're likely to win that bet. And, and, and he's, he wins 80% of the games that he's an underdog, too. So, yeah, I feel great about the fact. I thought at first the line was going to move because it came so close to the Chiefs before. But what's happened here in the last three – this is three straight rounds. Sharp money, so professional gamblers, they were on the Bills, they were on the Ravens, and they're putting all their big money once again on the 49ers. And so that's why the line has just stayed where it is. The public keeps winning on Patrick Mahomes on this one, which is funny. Normally you would think it goes the other way. Yeah. But because all of the big money, like the professional gamblers, have been baiting the Chiefs this entire postseason. So, no, I think by kickoff, the line should be about where it is now. I'd, I'd be surprised if it moved. Take us through Super Bowl Sunday from when you guys get started in the morning, the stuff that we don't see and the stuff during the broadcast that we don't get to hear and see. Yeah, it's um, the the sea of people stuff. Like, you can get those aerial shots, but, man, it is hard to put in perception how much you have to coordinate just to go anywhere. So like we'll go to the game and we'll probably be there four hours early, but you still got to like get down to the hotel, take a 
you know, you got to take a shuttle to get into this particular media area. And then there are, I'm not kidding. Like, you know, I can't show you my badge because the NFL get mad at me, uh-huh. but there are, I got to scan this badge. And by the way, I got to scan this badge 30 times just to get into the stadium. And how about this? It's changed a little bit now. It used to be that they would like make you, it's all facial recognition. I picked up my credential. They just scanned my face and they were like, yeah, this one's yours. You're good. Wow. Like, oh God. <laughs> I was like, they used to have to show an ID to get this thing. So there's just, it's a lot. Like, I think anytime, if like you're a fan and you've got the money and you can come down the ticket, just give yourself extra time for all of it. Give yourself extra time to get down to the stadium. Give yourself extra time to get in, to go anywhere. Like that way you can kind of fully experience and not ever feel like you're rushed. Have you, speaking of experience, have you had a non-football experience that's noteworthy so far while you've been in Vegas or has everything been focused so much on the game? God, we've been so busy. Well, I keep getting into it with the security guy at the hotel because we got packages coming here and he hates me for it. Good. So I don't know why. I don't know what I'm doing there. We're going to post a video here. I think we just did on Twitter and I'll post it on a couple of others. Last night, we decided because like we finally had a little bit of time. So all three of us took 100 bucks and we challenged ourselves to 30 minutes. We're like, all right, whoever can make the most money, let's see who could do the best. So that stuff will kick up. And then tonight, we've got an extra two-hour show on our station from Circa Swim. So like, if you haven't seen it, it is a massive sports book across. So we'll get into more trouble as the week goes on. We haven't figured out what yet, but don't worry. boy. Hey, boss, don't listen. Don't listen there. <laughs> um, so we've talked to several listeners who are going to Las Vegas, but don't plan on spending the money to go to the game, but just plan to be yeah. in Las Vegas for the experience and the excitement. What advice do you have for them? Are there, again, has Las Vegas kind of built up for that, for the people that are there, but not going to the game? Yeah, always. So I would say there's normally, I'd say there's typically about five that are really good where you know you can go there and you are going to be amongst Chiefs fans, which is the point. You want to go down there and you want to be amongst fans just like you. And again, where we talked about like the thing that makes Vegas great for this is, what do you think you're going to be short on places to go to watch the game with a big (laughs) crowd of people? Like, no, no, absolutely not. Find a spot where it's going to be amongst the people. I think it's fun to be in a city that wins it with other people like i get it everybody can't afford a super bowl ticket i think the cheapest ticket to get in is maybe like six grand seven grand so most people can't afford to go to that i can't afford to go to that game sure i have to take my media credential but <laughs> um i think it's it's great i i don't blame fans for doing it i think the first time i was there that was something i didn't understand i'm like why don't you just go to be in the city but because there's you know like on saturday there's always like a big chiefs rally and there are thousands and thousands and thousands of people who go to those things because they all want to just be where the Chiefs might win it. Hoping, and by the way, this year might be great for that because normally there's like a, ho- a party at the team hotel. Okay, the team hotel is going to be in a casino. They're going to put them somewhere near there. And if you can't tell me that some of those guys, if they win the Super Bowl, aren't going to be down playing the blackjack table, the NFL's got rules against you betting before the game. Technically, right after the game, the season is over and it doesn't matter anymore and you got a bunch of football players in las vegas yeah absolutely who just got a super bowl bonus man so, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a little bit of extra yep. cash cody tap again with us from 610 sports and cody i've just got one last for you break down the enemy for us a little bit we've heard nothing but coverage of the chiefs here which of course we have but what do we need to be concerned about with the san francisco 49ers a lot like the ravens top five defense top five offense all year so they're loaded and they can play they what I think is the mistake is people want to be like the 49ers have the most talent on offense than anybody, which is correct from a skill position perspective. Debo Samuel, Christian McCaffrey, Brandon Ayuk, and George Kittle. But when you factor in the quarterback, so if I take the Chiefs five, I'd say Pacheco, Rice, Kelsey, Mahomes. When you factor in Mahomes and Purdy, that's where I think things even up. 
They got more offensive talent. There's no doubt. They got more skill position players. Fine. But when you add in the quarterback, Mahomes has now played in his fourth Super Bowl in five years. Brock Purdy hasn't even started. I mean, I think he started like 25 NFL games. So this could still be a big stage for them. Their scariest part is they're good on defense. They've been weaker in the postseason. They're playing worse defense. But offensively, they're, they're, they got a lot of weapons. So you got to pick and choose who you're going to stop. And I'll just throw in really quick. How is this going to be different than the last time? How is the rematch going to be different than when these two went at it last time? What's funny, both teams probably only have five to seven players who are on the team. NFL's like, it's not baseball. Four years ago is a long time in the NFL. The names I've mentioned, Kelsey, Mahomes, Kittle, I, those are like really it. Other than that, help, San Francisco didn't have the same starting quarterback right. as they did the last time these two teams faced. So there's a, there's a sizable difference between these two teams. The coaching is what makes it the same. These are two of the top five coaches in the NFL. So I would expect both of them to have a great plan going into it. Yeah, no doubt. Well, Cody Tapp, have yourself a wonderful time for the rest of the week as much as you get some time to kind of look around and enjoy things. And thank you so much for carving out a couple of minutes for us here on the program today. We'll look forward to seeing you when you get back, back to town next week. Of course. Thanks for having me. Have fun. All right. We'll be back in just a few minutes on KNBZ. 913-586-7798. We may talk more about this coming up in the next hour, but an hour from right now, we will talk to Kansas City Mayor Quentin Lucas. Uh, So I don't know if we are calling the curtain a success or a failure. (laughs) The good news is that it did its job. If If the job of the curtain on Independence Avenue is to keep a vehicle from hitting the bridge, it worked. Right. Mission but accomplished it, there. Some of the curtain came down with it. Yes. Now, yeah, right. I mean, you've set that up absolutely perfectly. You could look at that and say, okay, well, now we've got a little bit of work to do. The good news is that whatever damage might have been done to the bridge would have been a whole lot more expensive than putting the curtain back up again. And we didn't have to deal with having to you know, pull a truck out from underneath it again. But the curtain showed that it's not perfect because, well, half of it's laying on the ground. <laughs> it's um it when you see it close up it sort of looks like the fr- like the fringe on a boot or something <laughs> yeah. or on a hat um it's half of it is on the ground i mean it's it absolutely which um which now makes me think okay do we need warning signs for the curtain ahead of time like the curtain is the warning sign for the bridge do we need a warning sign for the curtain now? Well, I think you know, what may happen, if there's any improvements done to this, and we can ask the mayor if he's got any insight on it as well, but I think he was looking at it the same way you are. Well, it worked, so maybe. But I think if there's anything that may be able to do, to be done that won't cost a terrible amount of money, it's the same lights that you have on the bridge now. Put those on the curtain as well. Yeah, so that people see it yeah. in advance. Or make it tougher now you could say well painting it bright stinking yellow should have (laughs) been able to you know how do you not see that and you would have a point if you said something like that but i mean the more you can do the more you can do to just give people that warning a little ways off the better off we're all going to be i think we'll also ask him uh while we have him about the placement of that curtain we have talked a lot about you know, are there turnaround spots? It's too close. After, after that, it's too close yeah. is what a lot of you have said. And so there must be a reason for why it was put where it is. Is there a possibility now? Yes. Can we light it in neon? Can we do something so that, but, but again, the point is you hit it. Well, no, the point is not for you to hit it. The point is for it to tell you you might hit the bridge. Uh-huh. 
Right. So, but you know, mission accomplished because we're not talking about more concrete and more you know nastiness happening to the Independence <laughs> Avenue Bridge. Now, as entertaining as a lot of you, ourselves included, I think, found those stories <laughs> over time, you'd still rather not see the whole thing come down. Six days, less than a week is what is what it took. So, all right, coming up the next hour uh, before we get to that, Kansas lawmakers, boy, this went under the radar a little bit. Kansas lawmakers gave themselves a nice fat raise. We'll get to that coming up here in KMBZ. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.